Try and stop me. Bam. Try, bam, bam. Quick hit. Bang something around, Miranda. Bang something. Get it out of your system. That's wonderful. Lucha-Masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you, in partnership with Masked Republic, the Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. Go to lucha-masks.com and fight Lucha Strong with masks from your favorite Lucha Legends and Pro Wrestling Revolution Luchadores. Stay safe in style and represent your favorite Luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Oh, hey yo! Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. What is up? Greg DeMarco here with Chair Shot Radio, your favorite show. This is they, they, Patrick and Miranda were so ready to hit the chorus of All Night Long. I mean, who doesn't love Lionel Richie? But who doesn't love Adam Cole, baby? Oh, I'm so excited. This is Chair Shot Radio. My name is Greg DeMarco. You can find me on all of your forms of social media at Chair Shot Greg, of course, Chair Shot Radio is part of the Chair Shot Radio Network, which you can find at thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Of course, head on over to thechairshot.com for your hardest-hitting wrestling news, reviews, opinions, and analysis, all done with the attitude you've come to know and love. You heard the commercial. You know what it's about. It's thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Head. You can also hear the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart. Head on over to your favorite podcasting platform. Like, subscribe, share the show, leave us a five-star review. Tell your friends that you love the Chair Shot Radio Network. You can also head on over to Raja.com. Check it out there as well. There's so many ways to hear the Chair Shot Radio Network, and you can do it here today. But, of course, the best way is ChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Update your notes. Update your social media profiles, whatever you need. We have changed the address for the website on social media. It is now at ChairShotMedia. It was TheChairShot.com. However, we didn't have access to the Instagram for that anymore. For some reason, even though we have access to Eric's old email, we cannot uh, access it. So 
uh, for that reason, we basically had to set up a new one. And it does kind of go ahead and, and let me talk about a little bit of a transition that we have made. First of all, Patrick O'Dowd and Miranda Morales are with us. You know you'll get their introduction and handles here in a little bit. Patrick, hard at work today, landscaping. <laughs> that green thumb going on. Living that furlough life. That's right. This is furlough week for Patrick O'Dowd. Miranda, hard at work. Uh, working? I don't know. Prepping. Miranda, like her Tuesdays have gotten really, really busy from like when yeah. work and when, when work ends, the real work begins. Of course, that's uh, that's how it is for me. and me. I'm hard at work at CrossFit. So before the show started, I sent uh, right before the show started, my CrossFit gym tagged me in a photo, and seeing myself from behind now is a whole new experience. So if you know me even a little bit, you're probably going to see this picture at some point tonight. I'm showing everybody. That's what happens. Hard work pays off. But I will we'll get the formal introduction here for Patrick and Miranda momentarily. I want to give you guys an update uh, on, on the chair shot, as we typically do on chair shot radio. So we did change the social media handle to chair shot media. If you go to the chairshot.com and you scroll down to the bottom, you'll notice kind of the copyright trademark tag. It says chair shot media, and it has for a long time. Chair shot media is the vision that myself, PC Tony, and Andrew Belaz have had for a while. And you'll notice we've got content on the website that doesn't necessarily deal in a wrestling. We've got things like bandwagon nerds. We've got the three man weave, the sports show. We got a brand new show debuting at the end of this week focused on video games. You guys will love the name of this one. I know Patrick will. Moran will probably get the reference too. Titled A Winner Is You. So that's going to be starting here this weekend or Friday as well. And that's DPP. He is heading that up and, and wanted to start a video game podcast on the chair shop gaming podcast. So that's starting up as well. And of course, now we've got the, the movie reviews that the Nerds Crew does. So many things that are expanding outside the world of wrestling. And that's kind of the vision of Chair Shot Media is to take that Chair Shot wrestling content and broaden it to content with crossover appeal. And that's what we've really been doing. So that's where it just kind of all made sense to go ahead and do it now. And now we're adding video content as well. Of course, Monday morning, Emily May's first video dropped at the Chair Shot. You'll see that Mondays and Thursdays. Um, I'm not going to say who, but there's another video coming on a weekly basis, probably also on Monday mornings. So I won't, uh, I, I won't spill the beans just yet, but let's just say, uh, there's some alliteration involved because that person really likes alliteration. And we also have an update, uh, or, or, or behind the scenes, I, I post about it on social media. I have formed what I call an advisory board. So I, I've been working closely with PC Tony and Andrew Belaz for a while, making decisions on the website and I've decided to broaden that. It's a group of eight people. Patrick and Miranda are part of that advisory board, uh, because why wouldn't they be? Chris Platt, Ray Cash, our, our newest member, Emily May, is on there as well, because she has more media experience than everybody else combined. Uh, and then um, Heather Janine, who's, who's been involved with the website a little bit and works in the legal sector, she is there as well to offer advice and, and perspective from there. So a crew of eight, along with myself, helping make decisions for the website and making sure that we kind of keep things where they need to be. And the reason why it was formed, you guys saw, uh, we had a show that we had to pull off the air. Weekly Blitz Sports Show had some comments about Drew Brees, and you guys know all of the comments that he made, which spilled over into comments about Colin Kaepernick, and even COVID-19 that we just felt weren't indicative of what we wanted to have 
going on here at the chair shot and that crew got together as best we could because it was really last minute got feedback from everybody and i just wanted to give you guys that update uh the show will go on uh the majority of people did say they favored the show continuing and treating it as a learning moment uh it will be off the air for a couple weeks as a suspension which means uh, rick also won't be on van wagon nerds and and other things that he does during that time frame uh but june 18th that show will be back uh we're also putting in place some new measures for podcast uploads to make sure that everything is previewed and vetted out before it gets onto the website just want to make sure that we're doing the best that we can with our content the world is changing we got to change with it and make sure we do what we need to do to to give you guys the best content that's out there and also to do so in a way that's representative of the inclusive world that we want to live in. so those are the changes that we're making and i'm getting some help in that regard we're going to put some standards out to our our writers and our hosts as well um, and Emily's helping out with that. And we just have a lot of things in place just to kind of ensure that we're doing what we need to do to still be your favorite wrestling website as we roll on into the So as I put out there, if anybody has any questions about that, hit me up. You can follow me, like I said, at Chairshot Greg. Uh, I got all kinds of information at thechairshot.com forward slash Greg DeMarco. You can even email me, Greg DeMarco at thechairshot.com. I'm more than happy to take your feedback, suggestions, anything that you might think is, is pertinent for me to know. As we shift gears, Patrick and Miranda, I just had that moment of fear where I thought maybe the show wasn't being recorded. It is. It is being recorded. So we don't That's have to start over. Yes, that is definitely <laughs> a relief, especially for I me. Mean, if, if we were gonna mess up the, if you're gonna mess up the show though and we had to run late, I mean again, I know weeks the week to do it. it because is. you know it's furlough week. Party, party all night long. I got I got nowhere to go all I night know. long. That's, that's why, why that's, that's why, why we, we're we, playing the song, right? Is that why we open with the show? Because we can go all night long? Maybe. Maybe. Come on and sing along. We're going to party. Caramo, fiesta, forever. Come on and sing along. I couldn't help myself. I just couldn't. It's less impactful the second time around. It is. Yeah, like, now we, now it, we know it, what's going to happen. The thing is, I love it's, it's like, like, I, and Now I want to play. You know, Patrick, we're coming up on 10 years, and when we, I don't know what we're going to do for 10 years. I don't know if we're going to put together highlights and clips or whatever. Maybe I'll just replay that first ever musical episode that we did back in the day where oh, I played God. like all those all different songs, all night. Like, all night long episode. Yeah, that's one <laughs> yeah, of my favorite. It was. Oh, that sounds so awesome. I'll have to find it. Was it, it, it was a good Greg episode. Greg worked really hard to put, it, put together a solid It's because you were off, and we could literally go like as long as we wanted to, and we did. Um, right. That or... I need to go find the episode. I thought about this today. I want to find the man episode, and, and I just want to listen to it, honestly. Oh, That's God. one of my favorite episodes ever, where I don't even know how we got on the topic. All I remember was— We were was, talking about um, why Roman Reigns was, like, <laughs> the top why, dude. Why people hate I, Roman Reigns so much. And right, because he's why. a man. Because people look at him, and they realize— He's a man, and you're not. He's a man. And, it, He's a and then was that man. was that the same episode where I had the list of fifty? That was the follow up episode. Yeah, the follow up is where you gave me a list of I names, was... and I had to say if they were a boy, 
a dude or a guy with the same level or man. God damn. Oh. That's what it was. Yeah, that we was, also had I, we I, also I, did have they could be a girl, they could be a gal or a chick, or they could be a goddamn. And and it's interesting the, the, what some of the results were. And I thought about it today too. And and I'm gonna I, I could literally I would take the I next think, hour if I started talking about. I think I think and, that I think that episode got some oh, some got, strong response and did. some disagreements over who disagreements you, who you agreements or a man. I got all kinds of response. Yeah, I got all. <laughs> Especially when Patrick, hey, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a spoiler. Patrick threw a curveball at the end with the name Taylor Hendrick. That was a <laughs> but to my credit, Patrick, what, what, where, do you remember where she fell? I don't. It's been so long. I said that's a woman. And it's said, it's been a, a roller coaster. Well, it's been you know, two or three years since we did that. So your your guys is. Uh... <laughs> Relationship with Taylor is definitely a whoa, whoa, whoa. this your guys's thing. Um, yeah, it's it's Greg. It's Greg. Because you got you got to understand here, like all of the like when we talk about reactions to the show, nobody ever tweets at Patrick O'Dowd. We've established really it. I have not. like four hundred followers, so like nobody gives a shit what I I contribute to the show except for Greg. Like I do if, care. If, 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 and so so yeah, like um, it was all Greg. Like Greg got all the backlash. I did. I got all the backlash from the individual. God, that's a story. Maybe I'll tell that story on the 10-year anniversary of the show. Who knows? Dave, it's me, Dave. I got to tell it to myself first and just try to calm myself down. Dave, it's me, Dave. Because, Patrick, everything was my fault. All right, let's transition. Let's transition not so uh, smoothly. And, Miranda, let's... uh, Tell some people how they can buy. I'm wearing the Always Use Your Head t-shirt right now. Military green with the black font in the style of the softness. Oh, man. You are living your your best Yeah, unlike some people. Unlike some people, I remember to buy my shirts in soft style. So, yeah. I just may have misplaced uh, a shirt. It ended up being a good purchase. We live in Arizona. You do need sleeveless t-shirts, okay? I'm letting you know. And I'm letting you know, you also may need a sleeveless t-shirt. It's going to be summertime soon. And did you know that you can order any of the Cheer Shot shirts as a sleeveless shirt, as a sleeveless soft style shirt? Who knew? Well, now you know. You can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot in order to get your chair shot t-shirt of course there's lots of styles lots of colors lots of great designs of course there's multiple chair shot shirts with the og chair shot logo always use your head chair shot worldwide of i mean baron corbin sucks that that's just that's just classic that is a a classic t-shirt that will never go out of style the unofficial official shirt of one patrick o'dowd hashtag save tag team wrestling uh, the Corona Chair Shot shirt, uh, Chair Shot 316, just a, a lot of great looking shirts, including the Queen of Soft Style shirt. All shirts start at $19.99. But again, if you want to, you know, treat yourself, spend a few extra dollars, you can get it uh, in Soft Style, you can get it in unisex, in long sleeve, short sleeve. Whatever you want, baby, it's yours. So go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot.com to get your chair shot t-shirt that's pro wrestling tees.com forward slash the chair shot f-a-b-u-l-o-u-s
That, of course, is the theme song for the wrestling realist, Patrick O'Dowd. You can find him on your Twitter, at Wrestling Realist. That's what? W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. You did not miss here. There indeed is no I in wrestling, but there is one in Realist, and there is one in Patrick for the Wrestling Realist, Patrick O'Dowd. Patrick O'Dowd, also the host of Bandwagon Nerds, which drops every Tuesday at noon over at thechairshot.com. Patrick, what can people hear on this week's edition of BWN? Well, you can listen to a skeleton crew of me and DPP talk about things like who's going to be the next action hero or will there ever be another action hero? But most of the show is dedicated to board gaming. We interviewed game tester Justin Dowd, a friend of mine, who uh, talked to us a little bit about gaming no, no culture. Relation. No, no relation. No relation. No relation. No relation. No, there's an O. There's an O Dowd. Oh. It's, it's just straight Dowd. Just straight no, up Dowd. It's Justin Dowd. No O. No O. Do you want your, um, do you want your Dowd he, with or without O is the question. And he there went you go. There you without go. O. It's kind of like Mounds uh, and Almond Joy. Sometimes you feel like a nut. He, sometimes you don't. Continue. But he talked to us hey, about playtesting games. Oh, geez, you're just killing all of it. Um, <laughs> playtesting games, uh, gaming culture, co- conventions, PAX East, things like that. It was a great conversation. I had a lot of fun. And we managed to even get Dave Ungar in on that conversation away from his anniversary weekend because he was desperate to call us. The dude called us, by the way. We didn't call <laughs> Dave. Dave called into the show to do the interview. From his anniversary weekend. He went, he went Joey Styles. For, he you, you went, he Joey went Styles Polo Down. Us. You went Joey he, Styles he could, on us. I didn't did. call them. They called me. Me. <laughs> he, I, I was I was actually going more. He went full O'Dowd, except you know, he remembered his wedding date. Uh, that's a good thing. You know, but it is it is the sort of thing that an O'Dowd would do. Like, honey, hold on here for a second. We just had anniversary breakfast. I need to call in the podcast. But Kayleen's been on the pod on podcast, so I think she might be a little more understanding. Than the Mrs. O'Dowd would. That's true. That's true. Um, she is. She's actually done a couple of guest stints on the show. So she has. Well, the aforementioned man episode of the Greg DeMarco show back in the day, the follow-up where you had the list of fifty was on your fortieth birthday. Oh, that's well, right. Well, well, when we crossed midnight, it became your fortieth. It wasn't on your. It was on the right, day before. Right, right. But we actually were the first people to wish you a happy birthday because, well, we were recording a podcast at that very moment in time. So. Yeah, that's how these things work. There we go. That's what you can hear this week on Bandwagon Nerds. What uh, What's the film review this week? Film review this week, um, the, or the one that we just did or the one that's coming? The one that's coming on, on Friday. The one, this past week was Short we, Circuit. What's the one that's coming on Friday? We're reviewing 300, uh, oh. Zack Snyder's classic mm-hmm. 300, that one, the Zack Snyder poll. And the poll that's up right now on the Bandwagon Nerds Twitter feed is our next movie review uh, options and we're doing Mel Brooks. We got four Mel Brooks movies up there. Uh, all great stuff. Take a look. Give us a vote, and we're going to review it. See, look at that. Nineteen minutes in, we haven't talked about wrestling. I told you at Chair Shot Media, making changes. But now we're going to talk about wrestling. <laughs> Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I was so impressed. I almost forgot to press the button. You think you know me? 
haven't even talked about it yet, but what we're going to do next on the show is, and the reason why you heard the dual theme, theme music for John Cena and Edge, we, uh, in, in our way of covering Backlash that's coming up on this weekend, what is it, Patrick, Patrick Dow? What pay-per-view is it? Backlash? 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 I'm, I'm not good enough to call Backlash? Backlash? Miranda's laughing because we did a promo edition of, of the Hashtag Miranda Show like a month or so ago. We had to pick our favorite promos. She picked Austin 316. I picked the Joey Styles work yeah. shoot promo. So, uh, and so it keeps yeah. coming up. You know, he came up with the, with you know, it's like, you know, they didn't call. I didn't call them. They called me and now Backlash. So, uh, this, not, this is not the Backlash in question that we're going to be covering. So, what we're going to do. Uh, because WWE makes it impossible to make picks nowadays because of SmackDown being on Friday night. They just announce stuff over the weekend because you know what? They don't do it for us, us podcasts. They do it for things like viewers and, and people buying the network. So what we're going to do for Backlash is we're going to do a watch along. We're not going to watch the whole show. We're going to watch one match. But we're going to watch from Backlash 2009, Edge versus John Cena in a last man standing match for the World Heavyweight Champion. So we're going to cover that. We're going to do our watch along style. Of course, not our first watch along. Back over the holidays, we watched an episode of Raw that I was in attendance for. But this time around, we are going to go do a watch-along of that. So what you need to do right now, if you haven't already figured it out, fire up your WWE Network, go to the pay-per-view section, pick Backlash. Pick what, back- what are you doing there, Miranda? She's going typing. through the steps. She's typing because she already has it queued up. It makes beeping noise when it's she's a Star Trek? professional. She already has it queued up. She's a professional. So she's emulating what the fans would do. There, there they they say boop, 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 boop. When of course they, they do. Some, some people, d- did you see um, DX this weekend? Did you see him? No, did. I didn't. You act um, like I watch NXT. That's um, good shit. All right, well, let's stay on. Tra- We're going to be here all night. I know you can be, but some of us. All night long. So anyway. All night the backlash section, WWE pay-per-view backlash, backlash 2009. Randy Orton is on the picture. He is not in the main event, however. That is John Cena and Edge. Drag your little cursor on over to two hours, 17 minutes, and three seconds. What's that number? Two hours, 17 really minutes, precise. and three seconds. I put it on the so, rundown. So, so Those three seconds are the really important part, too. They are. It's the end of the promo and then the beginning of Lillian Garcia. And you get, a, you so. get a great look at the Backlash logo to start. You needed exactly. that. You should have the Backlash logo a little bit sideways. The H is up in your face. And, and that's H is all like, the hey, The closest I'm on? getting is to 217.7. Is that so, going to so be okay? Back it up 10 seconds. Off? Press the play button and then press pause when you get to 03. That's how I got there. So we're going to make this happen. And really by doing this, we're giving the listener an opportunity to get there. So two hours, 17 minutes, and three seconds. So that is Backlash 2009 W Network. Real real quick for audio purposes. Yes. Like we're muted on on the WWE Network, right? We're all. We should be muted, yes. Yes. Muted. However, just, just checking. I wasn't made into <laughs> No, that, I think that there was... There you was, go. It was me. He was foretelling. Well, had you... You guys not being muted would be okay because I record the show. Anything that plays on my computer, like if I were to have Facebook open and somebody sent me a message, you all would hear the ding. So I don't do that. But yes, I have muted the WWE Network. I may pull the volume up on occasion just to play something for the people, but um, as, as we did last time, and that was fun. So there we go. Two hours, 17 minutes, and three seconds. Last time we did this, it was Patrick O'Dowd with the countdown. So, Patrick O'Dowd, let's do it again. Give us a 3-2-1 play. It's 3-2-1. We're not going to press play on the one. It's 3-2-1 play. And then we will jump in and start watching our watch-along of John Cena versus Edge, last man standing for the World Heavyweight Championship, Backlash 2009. Patrick, take it away. 
All right, we are rolling in three, two, one, play. Right, got a little crowd shot going on there, and Lillian Garcia. Let's give the people some Lillian. And it is for the challenge. There are no. Just make sure you guys know the rules. Last man standing. Oh, what's going on with a lot of zipper action on that dress? It was 2009. Had zippers were in in 2009? Absolutely. Comes Edge. All right, we'll take that off. What? Still, still. Get that big gold belt logo. There we go. All right, so Edge coming out. So this match, just to kind of clarify what's going on here. So Edge walked into WrestleMania 25 as the World Heavyweight Champion. It was a World Heavyweight Championship match between Edge, John Cena, and The Big Show. And, of course, Cena won, and that's where we got this rematch between Edge and John Cena. So Edge coming out. I love edges and like when they go the wide shot first of all no pyro for edge i don't know if that was a mistake because it looked like he was waiting for it um i just love the effect of edges yeah no fog either right right and this wasn't back when they were doing away with pyro so i don't know maybe it was the building i mean he was he was still doing a good job psyching himself up he's got the intense yes you know angry edge face going there um stalking across the ring edge also might own the largest chin in the world like i've always like you could break through walls with it I don't, you know, this is actually a pretty strong battle of the chins. The manly jawline, but Edge's chin is like, you could, like, if you can't find your axe, just put Edge's head on a handle and you could probably chop stuff with yeah. that kind of stuff. The, 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 I love the stage too, and it makes Edge's entrance look just beautiful. Here comes John I Cena. loved the theme stages. Yeah. I, I do. I know it was a lot of work and probably a lot of money, mm-hmm. but they really did right, add comes, to the pay-per-views. Let's get the John Cena entrance. He's just uh, delusional. Yeah, over the edge. They're over already the booing, and you know they're not booing for Edge. Play the song. They're not chanting CM Punk, by the way. They're chanting Cena sucks. That would come two years later. Early cheers. Exactly. That's the thing. Again, they cheer because the kids and the parent and the moms cheer, and then the guys. You can see people clapping in the background. I mean, also, real quick, this is my favorite John Cena shirt of all time. Of course it is. Why wouldn't this be your favorite? Do you know why, Miranda? No, I do not. Why, Patrick? Go down. Because that is the AWA homage logo that's right WWE bought everything AWA and until the advent of the network the only living legacy was this t-shirt which is more than WCW got so (laughs) ECW gets its own show there's also the hack hack job documentary yes uh, made by the WWE because every every property that they bought the WWE then was like they were terrible and awful and nobody liked them anymore and that's why we saved them there we go Cena through the hat so things are good now we got to check the knee pads. Yup. Got to got to do the got to do the three. The hustle, loyalty, and respect. Salute. Hey, well, you know he he knows he's got a straight edge. He's got um Charles Robinson there in the ring. He like, you there know we the- go. There's the three fingers. Now the shirt's coming next. John Cena. Everybody. Mm-hmm. The better shoot. John Cena needs to go back to that haircut too. By the way, can we just? Yes, I do not <laughs> like his current hair. Yes. I cannot. I can't stand it. But I'm glad he got rid of the jorts. I, Me well, too. Yeah. I always wanted shorts. him to switch to cargos. Those jorts are like like down to those. Yeah, those are some big jorts, man. I don't, I don't know what they are, but the, they got weird things on the pockets. Yeah, 
Those are basically, I think those are like a really short dude's dad pants that John Cena's wearing now. I don't think those are. <laughs> I, think he, I think he forgot them or he lost his luggage and he just, this is the best he Did he like sit on a park bench or something? Like a, wet, a freshly there's painted some, park bench? Ignored the wet paint Yeah, sign. there's some <laughs> pattern on the back well, pocket. You know how Rick Rude It's 2009. Put, I mean, we all remember. Yeah. You Rick know, Rude would always put like 09. stuff for his opponents on his trunks, and now Velveteen Dream does. It looks like John Cena's pockets are paying homage to Edge in his tights. Is what's happening here? So that's uh, yeah. yeah. There's some similarities. So while while they're getting ready to start the match, of course, there's a last man standing match, and, and which is and, and this is a good question for you, Patrick O'Dowd, being the old school. If you had to pick, would you go last man standing match or Texas Death Match? Uh. I always like the last match. I like the drama of the ten, the ten count, uh, and yeah. So for me, the it's Texas the Texas Death Match has the ten count. It's What's just that? the Texas Death Match has the ten count. The only True. difference is it has a pinfall before the ten count. So you pin somebody. Yeah, no, I, I just like the ten count. Right. Like I don't need the pinfall. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. And if because really, because really now it's a thirteen count. Right. Well, it's funny as I was uh, previewing this and timing things out. There was a 10 count, and it took Charles Robinson about 45 seconds to make that full 10 out. So it's, it's definitely a count and not 10 seconds to answer the referee's count. It's definitely a 10 count. So so well, going, going back to WrestleMania 25, of course, that was an event that will, first of all, it was annoyingly called the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. And <laughs> that's got to bother you guys. I mean... It's not the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. It's clearly it's, bothered you for a few years. Yeah, I was going to say it bothers you a lot more than for 11 I don't know. years, 12 years now. <laughs> I mean, I also, it, bothers, math, it bothers so. me too because it's it's like when people say that they're you know punching in their pin number. Uh, you know, it's just <laughs> one of those little like idiosyncrasies that people do without really right. recognizing what they're doing. Well, because PI saying. number sounds dumb. So right. I get that. But no, you're right. Punching in their pin number is, is annoying. But the thing for me about the, the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania is it was the 24th anniversary of WrestleMania. Like, that's why it bothers right. me. It was just yeah, horribly inaccurate. And, and, and I'm sure Michael Cole knew it every single time he said 25th anniversary. They do mention that on commentary here. Not that it's wrong, but they do reference the 25th anniversary. At the 24th anniversary of WrestleMania, which is WrestleMania 25, so Edge defended the World Heavyweight Championship against the Big Show and John Cena. Edge lost, as you saw Cena came out with the World Heavyweight Championship, but Cena pinned Big Show. So that's kind of what led to this match being created. Um, and, and then feuding along the way led to it being last match. This also is billed as Edge's last opportunity at the championship. And, uh, well, we typically know what that means. LOL, Cena wins? Oh, wait, no, no, sorry. Different, different, different thing. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's, let's, you know, I know you didn't watch TakeOver because it's NXT, Patrick O'Dowd, but this weekend on TakeOver... It was uh, Velveteen's Dreams, Velveteen Dreams, easy for me to say. Last chance at the NXT Championship. Miranda. Dreams who, shattered. Who won that match? Uh, Adam Cole, baby. Hey. Commentary, by the way, see, if, if we uh, open it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Patrick. Well, see, when you were talking about NXT, I thought you were actually going to talk, since we were talking triple threat matches where the champion wasn't pinned, I thought that's where you were going today. Yeah, LOL, Charlotte lost, but didn't get pinned. She, uh, Io Shirai pinned Rhea Ripley. So great triple threat match, by the way. I know we're not really talking about it today, yeah. but hell of a match. Really enjoyed Charlotte Flair, Io Shirai, and Rhea Ripley. And very excited that Io Shirai is, is, has an opportunity to hold that women's. 
very well deserved, and of course Charlotte can't lose. Charlotte Flair, we, we've already we've already established. We had a whole conversation yeah. about it last. She's year. already she's already going after the Raw Women's Belt, so you know she's just passing from one one championship to another. I would had she had she won that match against Oscar, people would have been gone. People would have gone absolutely lost their oh, yeah. dang minds. The commentary trio for this, by the way, is, is a little bit different. Is Michael Cole, Jim Ross, and Jerry the King is the trio of commentary for? Um, it's always weird to is me. This, I don't know. Oh, go ahead, Patrick. Well, is this during the like phasing out of Jr. phase, I, like part nine thousand? I think so. Yeah, I, I don't really, but I think so. also weird to me. I don't know about you guys. I, it's just weird to me when I see Cena with the World Heavyweight. It is. Well, because it's the spinny belt. That's what you're yeah. used to. Yeah, that, yeah. That's that or even just the the WWE Universal, not even Universal World Heavyweight, whatever. You know that right. that's the belt. Um, even even without the spinny part, that's just yeah. But the spinning one is always forever, Cena. Of course. And that thing weighed like 40 pounds. But they sold a ton of them. So that's why. It, I did do some research. Cena actually held the World Heavyweight Championship and not the WWE Championship three times. Patrick O'Dowd, you'll like this one. So so in my research, um, I also discovered uh, as I was scrolling, because obviously now you can figure out his Wikipedia. As I was scrolling down to the <laughs> title reigns for John Cena, I happened past his trainers. And, and his, his two trainers are credited as Ohio Valley Wrestling. And Patrick O'Dowd, his other trainer, Christopher Daniels. Nice. I know. I don't know how. Really? How we about We interviewed that? the guy like three yeah. times and never. He is, is, is credited as one of John Cena's trainers. Now, John Cena trained That's... at UPW in California, um, huh. which, which some of the IZW crew has, has worked there and trained there before back in the day. Um, and Daniels came out of that. And, and at that point, Daniels was already a veteran of wrestling. And therefore, yeah, sure. um, was, yeah, credited. It was probably the trainer at the time. And is credited as, so John Cena, arguably one of the greatest professional wrestlers in the history of professional wrestling, was trained by the fallen angel Christopher. That's got to make your heart warm. I mean, it makes me smile um, all, all the way down to the deep bottom of my heart. It's just, we, we've talked about this. He's, it makes a lot of sense in terms of Christopher Daniels being a good trainer just because of how good he is in the ring. And I think you're the one who said for the longest time, you don't know that you ever saw him make a mistake flawless and, and not and not being hyperbolic either like he wasn't yeah. like like just to be clear crowd like he wasn't sucking up to daniels on a, on an interview no um, not at all I, i've always felt always so, felt that. but yeah christopher i mean it's hard you, you really forget that i mean christopher daniels worked the nitro he did he worked a nitro he was, in velocity. He was supposed to be the higher power he was until vince mcmahon saw how little he was uh speaking of people who were too little for for vince Here. That's okay, though. Edge dominating early, by the way. But before that happened, we started to see the five moves of doom out of John yep. Cena uh, early in the match. Cause it's the last man standing. Just, match, so you gotta <laughs> get your shit in. I, uh, I found that funny as you were talking about him being trained by one of the best pro wrestlers <laughs> ever, and then well, you know John Cena is known for the five moves of doom, which I know is more of a WWE thing. That's something that was you know. I mean, first, no, that that's a wrestling him. thing. I wanted to talk about when when Cena was doing the five moves of doom. I want to talk about that. Are the five moves of doom really that bad? No, Bret they're Hart, not bad. But... That phrase was invented for Bret Hart, which is yes. largely regarded Thank as one you. of the best. Go watch a Ricky the Dragon Steamboat match. You're gonna see three to five moves of doom at the end of every Ricky the Dragon Steamboat I mean, match. Most Ricky but the I feel Dragon like the Steamboat. The sequence is cheesy. That's, I think, that's that's really what it comes down to. Maybe people can't articulate it in, in such a way, you know, why they hate the five moves of Doom. I'm articulating it as it's just really cheesy and hokey for and me. You should go back and do you like Bret Hart as a wrestler and as a performer? Look, I'm, I'm, 
I do, uh, but uh, I'm just okay, saying uh-huh. the execution, the, the execution. It was excellent, wasn't it? It was really excellent execution. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. But the execution of the five moves of doom is kind of cheesy. You have to admit it. But you, I guess it's here's my thing: is name it. a wrestler. First of all, we're, really we're complaining. We're complaining that a guy wearing fluorescent t-shirts and jorts has a cheesy moveset. Well, I feel like that's why, you know, maybe some people couldn't articulate why they didn't like it and, 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 or him in general. I feel like that's also a big thing uh, that even carries through to, to Roman Reigns when, you know, you ask, why don't you like him? I don't know. I just don't, you know, I just don't Dave get Meltzer it. Dave Meltzer told me not to. At least that, that some explanation, if that's, you know, not your your taste in wrestling. Some people think it's hokey. You know, it's okay. I, I, that's a fine so, explanation. It's better than no explanation. So the Undertaker stiff dead man walk up on the ring with the arm and doing the ropes and that hokey weird looking move. Like we're cool with though. Of course we are. Uh, yeah, of course we are. <laughs> yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay, just just as long as we're clear as to where your biases lie. Oh yeah, so, you know, absolutely. Attitude era for life. I will always show my attitude era biases. Attitude era for life. He 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 was long before the attitude era. He was. Uh, well, I know that, but I mean, so it then, really got refined. So uh, then, if the five the moves of doom, era, if the five moves of doom are bad, does that make the RKO the greatest move in the history of professional wrestling? Oh, uh, I mean, I prefer the diamond cutter. I think Orton does. Bingo. It I think Orton does it. He does. He really. Does. I mean, I, I would say Orton's execution is way better than DDP's. Yeah, absolutely. I just what, don't is, I mean, like if you think Orton. about how it can be busted out of anywhere and and all the different ways Orton's do, Orton has done the RKO, is there a better move? No, I don't. I don't know if I'd say it's. That's By the a, way, Cena and Edge and fighting on the outside. Question. Edge just got whipped into the steel aluminum steps earlier. Yes. Edge, char- Cena moves and Edge. Vers- versatile. If you yeah. want to count it as something that, yes. Out of nowhere, I I say that's the pretty versatile move. It went viral for a while there on Vine. Remember when Vine was a thing? It went viral. Oh, fun. it still is. I just, I see. but I think DDP oh, though is now. also trying to, yeah, is trying to cash in on that. And good for him. Yeah. You know, it took him a minute, but now he's cashing in on those RKOs as as diamond but cutters. DDP passed the move on to QT Marshall. Like why QT? Like QT is at the tail end of his career. Is, is jobbing in AEW like why in the world did you pass it on to him like give it to MJF or somebody that can actually use the damn move and get over and you know maybe win a title it's- oh John Cena lifting up those 80 pound steel aluminum Ooh. steps he's gonna try and chuck it it looked like he was and then said the- nope not doing that That's, know. I know I sent you guys the picture of me at CrossFit what you just saw was me in and week this- one of what you're seeing right <laughs> oh, now is Greg week- in prime- this, oh, is, oh, oh, this is Greg week oh, one of CrossFit right here this is Greg week one it's like when someone's moving and like they're trying to <laughs> move a piece of furniture like the last load you're trying to get uh, into the, the truck it sounds like the fans are just clapping like good for you buddy like you you did it <laughs> no 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 wait 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 no, no. I think that's a Miranda, clap. before I don't think you that's a... before we get too far in miranda if you were watching you you got to give them the the you're, you're doing great sweetie treatment oh yeah uh when he does it when he's uh doing something else. i'm not gonna it, rewind but, yeah that, that was a, you're doing great sweetie not not for nothing, by the way. Edge just lifted those steel steps like they were nothing. So Edge yeah. stronger than Cena. That's what we just saw right there. That's right. And didn't use wrestling. I don't know if Edge oh, might have used wrestling. 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 That that's wrestling. And then he drop kicked the stairs into Cena, but that took a lot out of Edge for some reason. Well, it was a devastating move. Yes. Transfer um, of force. Transfer of force. That's why the stunner was so effective. Right. 
And now we're done with the steps, so we just slide him out. Just slide him out of the ring. Just slide him out. Slide him out of the ring. Was it the transference of energy? Like, uh, you know, what is what is that little thing that when you hit it, it like vibrates? What is it? A tune fork? (laughs) Is that? That's how the stunner works. And there goes Edge out of the ring. Stunner, by the way, at least passed on to Kevin Owens and not QT Marshall. True. Yeah. I can tell you what Cena's not going to do here. He's not going to do a suicide dive. This John's. Watch him do a suicide dive now that I said that. (laughs) Going back to take over from this weekend, and I tweeted this out, Io Shirai has the best suicide dive in all of wrestling. Like, she literally dives through the ropes and then hits it like a high cross body. Like, it's just amazing what she does. Like, oh, the stairs are back. Now, now give, give him encouragement, Miranda. You're doing great, sweetie. You're doing great. Did he just kiss it? Like, what? He really struggled with these steps today. Yeah. This is brutal, oh, by the way. Oh, there you, go. There you, you can't go, fake that. That's what Jim Ross oh. is saying right now. You can't fake that. He learned how to fall. He learned how to fall. He learned how to get hit in the head with steps. You did see Charles Robinson put his his fingers in Edge's hand so that Edge could squeeze and tell him that he's okay. Mm-hmm. I know I'm pulling back the curtain. There, I really the way Cena keeps leaning on the ropes. I'm waiting one. for the dive. I really want Cena to dive, and then I want Randy Orton to tweet about it. Like that's what I want to have. Now. Here's what's funny is you you keep saying you want John Cena to dive as if that will will it to to happen. You've seen this match before. You know yeah. I previewed parts of it. I didn't watch the entire match old. as I was planning to. I mean, you probably watched this at a Hooters with me or something. In 2009? Like, that's not true. 2009, not even close. No. I, moved, I was like, I moved back to Arizona in 2006. I know. I... Cena dragging Edge back into the ring. And well, here's the thing. This took place in, in, back in the ring. Th- this took place in uh, what? Like this, this would have been late April or early May of 2009. I had... Yep. April 29th. Literally April 29th. Okay, so I had a three-year-old and a less than one-year-old. I didn't watch this on pay-per-view when it happened. I watched it after the fact. Found video somewhere. I mean... Definitely. This was, this was back in the days of, um, you know, those less than reputable services on the computer. Oh, they're still used. Trust across. me. They're just not used for yeah. WWE stuff. Yes. Oh, we just oh, missed no. the double knockout right here. We did. did. Now Charles Robinson Which, is counting them down. And doing a time check here, we're doing this, at, you know, well in front of the end of this show. Yes. What is our time check, Patrick O'Dowd? Where, where are we at? We're at 237, 40, 41, 42, 43. So you're a couple seconds behind me because I'm at like 47. Oh, that's okay. A big story going into this match, by the way. Uh, They they kept they talk about on commentary how six days prior Cena was the victim of a one man concerto from Ed. They were trying to play that up as if that was going to affect Cena. Oh, Cena just see how Cena just powered out of the chin lock. That was beautiful. That was one of Edge's five moves of Dune. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> that was Hogan Warrior-esque right there, the way that Cena powered out of the lock. Or Hogan right. Hogan Zeus is what that was. Edge playing the role oh, of Zeus. God. The role of the role of Zeus tonight will be played by Adam Copeland. Now now that's now that's a watch along worth doing for this show. No holds barred. Hogan bar. Zeus. Oh, like yes. just like any Zeus match. Oh, and he gave him the you can't see me treatment. Oh, how the tables have turned. And now we get the S. Actually, Greg, right I do I do think that um sorry, this is totally off topic. We should whether it's a random pod or not, when it doesn't even have to be you. What if we did like the best of bad wrestling? Like did watch alongs of like the worst shit that ever like That's ran across the show. WWE. Like, literally its own product on the website. We, we haven't even amazing. started recording Triple Talk yet. And now we're already developing other pro. <laughs> Look at you, Mr. <laughs> hey, you're the one man. who's talking about being a content creator all the time. I know, right? Like I can't help but <laughs> when inspiration strikes. Okay. Genius knows no bounds, apparently. Right. No, the, the genius did know no to balance he, until he was fired. 
This is such good shit. Hey, the genius drew a huge house once for WWE. It was against Hogan, but he drew a sellout. There you go. Yeah. Oh. Say what you want about Hogan, and we all hate him. Dude could draw. Yes, he could. So now we got... Oh, Edge made it up. Edge made it up before the count. Cena going... The problem with the last man standing match is it does kind of expose Cena a lot. Because he's doing the same shit over. But oh, spear. Now we got to double down again. That's two. We should count the number of times that both guys are down in this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... Oh, you just, you just as... said two. Yep. Yeah, I, I know, I'm but i got to keep that going. going to make my own drinking game with it. But you're not drinking. I just want to know how long Edge continues to sell the knee. For for the for this match because we 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 came up with a bad wheel right after the first double count and then we had the STFU he, locked in briefly where he was tapping out with both hands. There's Kyle by the way in the audience. Why? That's Kyle. Yeah, I know that because of his giant yellow. And now there's someone. That... Do you think? Well, you know, interesting question. Once we get back to arena shows, will people be allowed to bring signs? They don't really bring signs that much anyway. I yeah, know, it's... but I mean, like that's the sad I mean, part. Signs, I miss signs. Signs, signs, signs are out. Like flag. I just tweeted signs. then. I, I hated signs. There's some like, funny signs. Did you see? Yeah. Oh, sure. But when the whole damn arena was fucking signs, and you're the, you know, you're behind Jackass number forty-eight with signs. Like, come on. But how would you know again? if it it was Jackass forty-eight if he didn't write it on his sign? So the sign serves mm-hmm. a purpose. The yeah. Jackass needs to not bring a sign. You don't need to bring a sign to a wrestling show, people. Like Nobody I cares. Need- Nobody cares. You know what? Signs are literally good. Like, it gives you a sign of who you should be talking to and who you shouldn't. If you have a bad sign, it's like, I'm not going to talk to you. If you have a sign, I'm not (laughs) going to talk to you. Like, (laughs) what if it's a good sign? No, thank you. Like, right now, people are holding up signs, and the poor kid sitting behind the sign can't see. You know who could bring a sign to a wrestling show? The asshole at the very top of the arena in the very last row because there ain't no jackass sitting behind him who can't see. See, now you say that. Okay, so I went to SummerSlam, I guess, 2002 when it was here. Yeah. Um, Elimination Chamber, which, by the way, Elimination Chamber Live kind of sucks. You can't really. Um, Sounds mm-hmm. like yeah, it makes sense. We bought our tickets late, and we Fair. were pretty much in the last row of what was then America West Arena. Now, Talking Stick Resort Arena. The dude I went with brought signs. And I was like, no one's ever going <laughs> to. Holding them up to. And it was it. like quoting Ric Flair cutting a promo on Rufus R. Jones. Like, literally, this guy was old school as old school can be. And Random like, on no random. See, see now, actually, Miranda, I take it back. I would talk to that person. <laughs> you would. <laughs> see, what's the worst? You were just talking about how terrible the view is. What's the worst obdru- obstructed view you've had at a wrestling show? I got put behind the WrestleMania sign um, one year going to a SmackDown taping. Um, I guess I've been lucky. I mean, never got... the bright the bright side was that because that was back in the days when they were doing the two they would do two weeks of SmackDown, right? Uh, and it was Mohegan Sun Arena. It wasn't like I actually had to stay behind the WrestleMania. Sign. You can move, yeah. <laughs> like there were plenty of seats to to jump in front. I'm thinking a few were comped and nobody attended. I honestly but, uh, think one of the worst views I ever had was at the Raw that we oh Cena just just aa'd Edge into oh, a group of fake fans into the crowd, the crowd. Yeah. onto the commemorative seats yes. that you get to take home with you. The backlash seats, backlash the seats from were any what, oh, any of those people to... actually uh, no. fans or None were they uh, were planted? Fans. They were all worse. I can't tell. Uh, workers. They're all points. Work. You know how you know because they're wearing. Because they're all wearing. Like, all wearing the hustle Yeah, they're all wearing John Cena. They're all wearing WWE shirts. Yeah, there's. Yeah. That's an interesting statistic. Like, like if you were to. 
And plus, they were sitting right <laughs> behind Tom. The, the guy sitting in the chair, who is that guy? He looks familiar. That is, I gotta figure out where this was recorded. I don't even remember. They, they don't get it. I don't get a good shot of him. He does look familiar, though. Right? We, interv- we interviewed him in We probably did. I know, right? <laughs> that was back when people didn't brag about being extras on WWE or WWE right. television, as now they literally listed as their credits on Facebook. Well, this was also back. I mean, Twitter wasn't even really a thing yet, so that's why too. Social me- the the social media really wasn't invented yet to brag about being an extra. It was. Well, Facebook was. That's back when Facebook. Was. Facebook never was. Uh, now we're in the crowd. Yeah. We're fighting up into the stands. Now the money's worth. are worth it. But I do think the worst seats I ever had, to answer your question, Patrick, the Raw that we watched the, that took place in Richmond, Virginia, because the ring was, they used half an arena. Mm-hmm. So if you were up higher, you were looking like straight down and it was hard to see. But because right. they kept moving it, like I was only there for like the first two matches and moved down, ended up with it. Now we're fighting towards the, the concession stand. Nope. We're going back out. Hey, we're overzealous fans, stop touching right. the wrestlers. Uh, there's not even security. Uh, of course, people are going to touch. It's 2009. People are going to reach out and trust Right. They do. Yeah. They're fighting. It's just a referee. And Charles they're... Robinson can't fight them all off. No. Well, and there's like this one security guy who's like the least threatening yeah. security guy I've ever seen in my life. Looks and, like. And, a, oh, like here a comes the bulldog. Oh, my goodness. Michael Cole's going nuts right now. I guarantee oh. you. Off the steps. Oh, yeah. Into that equipment area. As we face first, we should hear another referee's count See how long it takes Robinson to count? He's got to do that hand thing in front uh-huh. of the edge of the shake his hand. He shakes his head every time. Like he's worried that he'll have to count to 10. That's your job, literally, in this match. Damn it! All right, so he's, he's doing this thing there. So, um... By the way, just to go back to what you were saying, Charles Robinson can't fight off anyone. Not, not, not. No, anyone. well, and, but the lone security guy that was there, like the dude, looked yeah, like he's an accountant. <laughs> he he didn't have a very good get, get, career at all. On a side note, I'm also happy that this equipment that they landed on was not of the exploding variety that we usually get with the sparks and stuff yeah, that go flying up. That it was, you know, just the cases and things. I, mean, that I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. Just keep watching. Uh, oh no 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 no! Oh yeah. Yeah. So, Same. Thank goodness. We just had the the, the no implant so far. Implant DDT on the stage. Now Charles Robinson in the count again. So when it's Cena who's down, he doesn't shake his head. By the way, this is double down number. Three. After yeah. I started counting, they really didn't happen that. Often. So so we've got the uh, now this stage. Honestly, this was like the the best show to have this just because of how awesome. Had they yeah, used yeah. this stage every week, I think I would have been. This is how good. Oh, Edge begging I for just Cena. Get the, I Edge just is get leaving. The frustrated, stay down, please. Edge oh, is, he's Edge looking. Is leaving. He's still limping, Patrick. I just want to point that out. Thank goodness, yeah, he's still selling the knee. I'm professional. He's in the Hall he's, of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Get damn professional. Oh. Hit him with a chair. Nice, solidly on the Because Edge this weekend is about to compete in the greatest wrestling match. Can we stop? <laughs> why Why are they doing that hyperbole? Look, that's, oh, there's that's the just what... Oh. <laughs> it looks like Edge Down was looking at a secret door for a second there at the stage. Why Why is Charles Robinson, by the way, like berating Edge for doing everything he can to keep John Cena down for a 10 count? It's the humanity, Patrick. It, it's the same reason why the ref called for the bell in the Hell in a Cell match last fall after Seth Rollins hit the Fiend with a sledgehammer. It's the humanity. He's a human. Let him be a human. 
No, no, no. You got to count. Do your job. He is doing his job. He's counting. Of course, I criticized him for this earlier, and and now I'm defending him. He he cost Edge three seconds there by berating him after he walloped him with a chair in an anything-goes-style match. He read the script. That poor set. Another AA. Oh no! Oh no! Here comes the big show. Oh, oh wait, hang on. We're gonna we're gonna hear this one. Do it! Go! Put it down! Oh my God! I'm gonna put him down already. Hey, there it is. There it is. There it is. Boom! He throws John Cena through the lights. The pyro goes off. That's why Edge couldn't have pyro, by the way, because they needed to save it for that spot. The thing is actually on fire. That's impressive. They, they, they have it right. on fire. Cena's head very close to fire, by the way. Oh, they just extinguished it, so that's good. Of course, mm-hmm. Cena. Safety Charles first. Robinson is counting. Tune in to Charles Robinson's count here. Yeah, safety first, Miranda. They just threw him into an explosion. Exactly. But they took out the fire. Five. Not to mention the explosion. Cena's got shrapnel all over himself. That's you got to be kidding. He ain't getting up. There it is. Edge is your new world heavyweight champion. Now, I did mention that, and, and we can stop. You can pause your feed. We're, we're good there. Um, Cena, obviously looking weird with the world heavyweight championship. Edge, however, outside of Ric Flair, is probably the person I most associate with that belt. So that's there we go so that's your watch along that we didn't really talk that much about the match but that's what watch alongs are really all about just for other <laughs> other topics that's how these things work uh i do want right. to give you guys some aftermath that took place the next pay-per-view was judgment day that would see cena versus big show and edge versus jeff hardy as the top two matches cena and edge would go over there the same pairings would then repeat on top of extreme rules this time cena beat the big show in a submission match and Uh, Jeff Hardy beat Edge for the World Heavyweight Championship in a ladder match. However, Hardy would not go on to hold that championship at that go-around because CM Punk would immediately cash in his second Money in the Bank briefcase, uh, starting his program with Jeff Hardy and eventually the Straight Edge Society. So it just kind of connects some dots of where we were headed there. Um, Edge would actually tear his Achilles in July uh, and would not return again until the 2010 Royal Rumble where he eliminated John Cena to win and challenge Chris Jericho at WrestleMania 26 to come full circle, the event that Patrick O'Dowd and I attended. Uh, Cena would briefly feud with The Miz, foreshadowing for 2010, after the big show, before returning to the world title picture and winning the WWE Championship from Randy Orton uh, in an I Quit match. A lot of, a lot of stipulation match. In an I Quit match at Breaking Point, which was the pay-per-view after SummerSlam, losing it back to Orton in Hell in a Cell, winning it back in an Anything Goes Iron Man match at Bragging Rights. That's right. We once had an Anything Goes Iron Man um, that was 6-5 to five was the finals. Then beat Shawn Michaels and Triple H in a triple threat match at Survivor Series and then lost the WWE Championship in a tables match at TLC against a relative unknown named Sheamus. That's kind of your history and, and how this all shakes out for the rest of 2009. So there you have it. Backlash 2009. John Cena losing the World Heavyweight Championship back to Edge. In, uh, in this last man standing match, which, of course, had the light on the side of the stage spot. Here we go. That's your, that's your pay-per-view. That's, uh, that's your watch along. All right, let's transition as only we can do. Actually, I don't even have to promote. Oh, actually, no, I do have to promote. Powerslam.tv. Of course, you can head on over to Powerslam.tv. Use the promo code ChairShot. Get yourself a free month. 
Tons of wrestling content. You can get it normally six bucks a month, but you can try it out for free. This way you can see if you like it. And if you do, it's only six bucks a month and you can spare that. But don't take it from me. Take it from these guys. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. That's right. You heard it. Over 150 of your favorite promotions and Combat Zone Wrestling. That's powerslam.tv. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Get your free month. Powerslam.tv. Promo code chair shot i've been telling you for the past few weeks about our new friends over at angry lemonade but now i don't have to because pc tunny was nice enough to to provide the voiceover that i would eventually turn into this commercial sierra hotel india echo lima delta Hey folks, listen up, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Pins, stickers, illustrations. angrylemonade.net. This is my yard now. Viva la raza! Dave, it's me, Dave. That sound you hear is, of course, for the queen of soft style, the Twitterless heroine herself, at the hashtag Miranda on your Instagram and your Facebook, but not your Twitter, because she ain't got no Twitter. But we'll talk about that in a second. But that's from Miranda Morales. Miranda, obviously, after this show, we record the hashtag Miranda show. Got a little something different for the people this week. Tell everybody what they can expect on Thursday morning when the hashtag Miranda show drops over at thechairshot.com. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing an interview today uh, or for, for this week's show. Um, and, you know, I know in the past it's always been, you know, we don't always like to reveal all the details of interviews. Um, but you know what? I just I just got you. I'm very excited about this interview. Um, he is an independent cartoonist based out of Orlando, Florida, Carlos Aurelio. Um, he does a lot of cool cartoons. Uh, I mean... This has almost bandwagon nerds all over it. Uh, of many Marvel characters, TV characters, movie characters. Uh, but what caught my attention is his uh, artwork on pro wrestlers. Uh, he just has a, a fantastic array uh, of cartoons that he has drawn. So we're going to be talking to him. I'm going to be asking questions about his art, what got him into art, but also um, how pro wrestling has influenced his artwork. And uh, we're also going to be talking about Sonya Deville. Um, um, no, this is not a repeat. Uh, we didn't get to her last time, but we are for sure getting to the topic of for Sonia sure? Deville. Did you just say for sure? 
Yes, for, for sure, for words. sure. Because that's all I have on the rundown up here is Sonia Deville. Um, and, and she's been continuously kicking ass. So we're going to be talking about her transition out of Fire and Desire and making uh, Mandy Rose's life a living hell, which uh, I, I know will make Greg so excited. I am excited to talk about that topic. I'm a little skeptical because, you know, interviews and such. And next thing you know, yes. an hour goes by and we haven't talked about Sonia Deville. But... Um, and, and real quick, just for the heck of it, since, since Patrick doesn't have to leave just yet, you are the Twitterless heroine, but on Sunday, you did a takeover of sorts during TakeOver, where you took over the ChairShot Twitter and tweeted for the first probably 30 times in your life. So I did. How, how was it? How was it being on the yeah. Twitter for, for two and a half hours? Uh... You know, it was definitely a learning curve, uh, learning about hashtags and at people's and figuring out, you know, people's uh, Twitter names and what to say. I mean, that that's definitely a learning process, but it, it was uh, a lot of fun. I, I took over uh, the Chair Shots Twitter for a takeover, and it was one of those, you know, definitely some instant gratification in being able to share some of my thoughts on what was happening with takeover. So I'm thrilled. Patrick Dow just sent me the greatest text ever, and and I'm so excited about it. Dude, that. I'm right. <clears throat> go ahead and tell everybody what it is. It, it, it's so appropriate. Oh my but before God. you do, hang on. Let me uh, let me just, just I'm gonna lower it so you can talk over it. There you go. So apparently, yesterday, Variety dropped an article announcing that Disney is developing an original movie musical titled All Night Long from Lionel Richie's song catalog. Oh no shit! This is amazing. <laughs> This oh is, yeah! I was like, I was like two years too soon. I was ahead of my time. You oh were ahead goodness. of your this time. This is great. So we're gonna be bringing that back. That's gonna be a non-wrestling edition of this program. That's for sure. So <laughs> tune into the watch along of the Lionel Richie musical <laughs> yeah. on Share oh Radio. I'm so excited about this. Oh man! I, now I gotta let it play for a little bit. Come on and sing it all. All night long. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. The clock is ticking, and we're in the clear. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. We are recording this on Tuesday, Tuesday, June 9th, and exciting news came out today. MLW, Major League Wrestling, announced today on social media they have a new streaming partner in the U.S. and, and really all over the world, and that is DAZN, D-A-Z-N. Um, it's funny, too, because then Court Bauer retweeted some stuff that he sent earlier where he, where he actually teased what it was. He said MLW will be in the zone this summer. And no one knew what he meant, but it was because they have a streaming partner in DAZN. Haven't released all the details. From what I understand, it won't affect the deal with being sports. So I don't know if it's going to be the back catalog. I don't know what it's going to be. But very exciting news for MLW to be on DAZN. Um, on these very airwaves, over a year ago, I said boldly that DAZN was trying to get into the wrestling business. And I was very wrong. Not about that, obviously, because it finally came to fruition. I said DAZN would get NXT. And that didn't happen, as we all know. NXT is now on USA Network. Takeovers are still on, um, still on, of course, the WWE Network. But I thought because the Zone sponsored the, the NXT Takeover New York that took place the weekend of WrestleMania 35, and that to me was an indicator. And they were trying to get in there, but obviously, USA Network, a long-standing partner of WWE, they got it. But now. Uh, DAZN is back in the re- in the wrestling business finally. DAZN, if you don't know, 
already carries a lot of boxing, which is what they're known most for. They have huge contracts with several individuals. They also cover some MMA over on DAZN, as well as some international sports on top of all that. But they ventured into the world of professional wrestling, signing a deal with MLW. Uh, Miranda, you've actually been to MLW Live, so we'll let you talk briefly. What is it? What do you think when you hear that MLW signing a deal to, to stream on DAZN? I think it's a, a great platform for the company. Uh, I know that it, they do have a lot of potential in uh, getting a wider audience. And wrestling fans are hungry for content. And it really all of that is coming through different streaming platforms. So um, being able to partner with uh, such a large company um, that already does streaming for boxing and, and MMA, um, I feel like that's going to give them a, a really good audience. And I think there will be fans who are willing to to pay extra for MLW. Um, it's, it's a bit underrated, but... Um, I, I think that there's going to be a fan base who's who's going to want to, to pay extra for their content. And I don't know if it's going to affect – supposedly it won't affect the being sports feed. I don't know if it affect the fact that they put the shows up on YouTube uh, at all. Patrick, any thoughts about uh, you know MLW and going on DAZN, which, by the way, $19.99 per month to sign up for DAZN, twice the cost of WWE, twice plus a penny. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's great. It's great for MLW and it's great for DAZN. By the way, nice humble brag, by the way, um, Greg, with the uh, I was wrong, but still right. Um, very, very <laughs> He's well always going to find, find a way. He's like, I mean, I was right, but like, just not exactly. Like, but I pointed yeah, out exactly like how I was wrong. Right. But it was still like 80% right. No, right. I was more so, like 20% right. I was like 80% wrong. I said they were going to get NXT. So I know, I know, I know. But you, 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 you framed it with your rightness. So, um, yeah, here's the thing: is I, I will as long as MLW's still got an avenue where I can watch it and not pay nineteen ninety nine a month, I'm gonna do that. But um, I, I just I am like I, I like as a consumer, like that's that's a it's a company that's it's like you said, Miranda. It's got a strong following. It's got a good niche. It's got a good it's got good content. Uh, we know wrestlers that work there, Greg. Uh, and uh, and so it's not that necessarily that the product isn't worth checking out, um, but for me it's not worth nineteen ninety nine to check out. And I don't know enough about the zone to check out other stuff yeah. to to maybe pay for the rest of it. So I'll be the W downer on the it's good news, but it's not something I'm going to pay for. I think it'll I think it'll still be fine. I don't think you're that way off to be honest with you. Um, to yeah. me, it's and and I didn't you know I put it on the on the rundown and then thoughts have kind of formulated since then. I think this is a much better deal for MLW than it is for DAZN. I think what this is going to do is bring more eyeballs to MLW on the basis of those who are already subscribers of DAZN. I think DAZN will get some subscribers from the hardcore MLW fans, but it might rank in the thousands, maybe. Probably not in the thousands that are going to turn around and pay for DAZN, um, but I think it's more going to be, you know, interestingly enough, too, um, Pat McAfee, his show is on DAZN, and he doesn't even promote that on his Twitter. He only promotes the YouTube feed of his show. So that kind of tells me how much money he's getting from DAZN to have his show on there. Um, I do wonder if this is more of an eyeball thing for MLW, 
but it definitely popped the wrestling fans and, and got people's attention there. So I'm excited to see what it does. And, and the one thing Court Bauer has tweeted, this isn't the last of the announcements for MLW. Um, there will be more announcements coming. This might be more of a back catalog thing, and there could be something new in terms of their actual newly run television content. Who knows? Either way, MLW's making moves. They will be on zone moving forward. All the details are available at MLW.com. Check that out, and uh, you'll be super, super excited along with them to see that. So, all right. That's, uh, you know, that's pretty much going to do it for this week. Next week on the show, we're going to cover, I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, that's a great thing about wrestling, right? The, the wrestling world brings us things, and, and then we have an opportunity to talk about them. So, yeah, that's... Uh, Gonna do it for today. There's a pay-per-view coming up, right? There is backlash. There's a post pay-per-view to respond to. There's the greatest wrestling match ever that we have to talk about, I'm sure. Do we have to? We'll see. That could be a topic. Who knows? I mean, we you know how you saw how we did picks and odds makers tonight about backlash, so of course we're uh super excited. CM Punk's coming back. Confirmed. He's not doing that. That's not happening ever. He doesn't (laughs) want to. Fox will pay him just to, to to crack on people on on backstage. Definitely does not need to come back. So there we go. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Chair Shot Radio. Head on over to thechairshot.com. Go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up your very own chair shot t-shirt. Support all the podcasts. we got a lot of great shows here at the chair shot for you to check out, listen to, and enjoy. Like Bandwagon Nerds. Like the hashtag Miranda Show. Pot is War. Outsider's Edge. Kurt's Angle. Badlands. The Reaction. So many more. Check them out. There's just a lot of great new content coming. Follow at Chair Shot Media for those details. Until then, for Patrick O'Dowd and Miranda Morales, I'm Greg DeMarco reminding you to do what? Always use your head. Get to the good part. Come on and sing along. We're going to party. Caramo, fiesta forever. Come on and sing along. Dave, it's me, Dave.